It's a very personal, very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Under the Covers, presented by No Easy Buckets. Uh, the boys are back. We're actually all uh, – I'm actually in Austin this week recording, so we're a little on-the-road pod if the mics sound any different, but good to be able to get back to it uh, on another week um, uh, any, uh, in the game. So what's up, guys? What's going on? We're back for another week. Struggled last week, a two- and three-week, but I'll go ahead and just let the listeners know I love this week's pick of games i got five winners lined up five games we're about to get rich with let's do it we hit another three and two week makes us nine and six of the last three so i'm pretty Uh-oh. pumped that october is keeping us hot as they say um it was nice to see temple um pull through and prove that memphis is a fraud as we all <laughs> had agreed and all four of us picked temple all four of yeah. us cashed in winners so that was nice uh, but I had to wake up to find out. I ended up three and two because of Pac-12 after dark. Didn't want to stay up too late after mm-hmm. a wedding. So it was a good weekend, though, overall. I'm going to have to question your uh, your dedication there if you're not waiting, watching by the TV all night. If you, uh, saw, the score, if you saw the score to Washington, I slept pretty easy, knowing, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that blowout there. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's good stuff. And obviously, we'll talk about Mississippi State and their debacle uh, in uh, in Neyland Stadium uh, against Tennessee last week. In a minute, when we get to the picks, but that was uh, pretty noteworthy as well. Can't can't gloss over that. And gotta gotta eat the eat it on that one. Um, but we did make money on them, so uh, or you did. So uh, let's get right on into it. Um, right on into the picks. Uh, we'll start. Um, we'll start with you this week, Mike. Uh, what's your first game? We're going to start Friday night. We've got the Ohio State University Buckeyes traveling to Northwestern. I like this total. It's 49 and a half, and I'm all about the over. As you know, Justin Fields for Ohio State's been great this year. He's got like 1,300 yards passing, 18 passing touchdowns, and eight rushing touchdowns. I mean, this dude's going to be one of the potential Heisman winners for sure. Uh, they've outscored opponents 251 to 32. With like that's forty three point eight points a game. They're uh, Michigan was the only team this year so far to hold them under forty two points um, as they entered the bye on that thirty four to ten win. So I mean, really, it's going to come up to Northwestern to have a couple of scores for us. But I think overall, um, this should be enough. I mean, fifty is probably a little too low for for this dynamic offense. Yeah, no, so you're taking – what was the number you had again? 49 and a half. 49 and a half, yeah, because, I mean, the spread here is like plus 28 and a half, and, you know, we're the one in four team in conference. Like, you'd think, like, you know, that's an easy Ohio State cover, but I could totally see uh, Northwestern uh, backdooring this. You know, they love to play good in those uh, in those big games. I mean, they covered against Wisconsin and, uh, and uh, MSU as well, or uh, Michigan State, so um, – but yeah, I like the over in that. I think Ohio State put up a lot of points. So, um, what is so that game was on Friday night. So remember that. Don't forget um, to put the bet in early. Um, and what is uh, what is your first game play? All right, first game. We're keeping it out west. 
We have Boise State minus six and a half at BYU. BYU, they saw they lost to South Florida last week. Boise State, meanwhile, is undefeated and getting rolling just in the stretch run. Looking to be that group of five team that makes a power six bowl. They won by three scores over a pretty talented Hawaii team last night, Cole McDonald, last last week, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I got the Broncos going on the road at BYU, covering by a touchdown. Love this game. Yeah, Broncos covering by a touchdown. Yeah, they're they're really rolling. Um, and like you said, BYU's kind of – ever since that uh, USC OT win, they've just kind of been tanking it. Hey, they, hey, they, won, in, uh, they won in Neyland as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have good wins this year. It's just like through the part of the schedule you think that they would, uh, you know, kind of like kick it in. They just really kind of cratered. I mean, you have South Florida and Toledo. Like, come on. So, BYU got the road win in Neyland when the boys couldn't. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That is that is very true. <laughs> um, not even close either. They they, they liked. Uh, we, we didn't even we didn't even want to send it to OT and pretend. So, um, anyway, what's your uh, second game, Mike? We've got our million dollar lock of uh-huh. the century. LSU traveling to Mississippi State. You already know we're hammering the Bayou Bengals minus eighteen and a half. I like it. I love it. I'm driving down to Tunica. They aren't playing the suspended players. Talking about Mississippi State, first off, because they really only had four games to choose, and why pick LSU for that? So that's going to make them down. It's an embarrassing part of this program to see us lose to a team like Tennessee, who we've clowned on the past two years on this show. And and the way that Joe Moorhead just looks like he has zero freaking clue what's going on out there. The poor effort, the defensive coordinator should be fired. You got an LSU offense that has only had one game this year without 500 yards of offense. And that other one was 472 against Georgia Southern. They won 55 to three. Um, either way, this defense is horrible. 108 yards per play, um, 82 in the country in um, scoring defense. We're playing the best offense in the nation right now. Jura Burrow keeping it hot with Joey Brady calling the shots. <laughs> 25 touchdown passes for, for Burrow this year. And yeah, you got to touch on it too. Like that, you wouldn't normally think that like you'd have a million dollar lock for you know Mississippi State LSU matchup, especially with this big of a line and it being a home game. But that performance in Neyland last week was – was just utterly terrible. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, what, like, at this point, you know, we're pretty much just waiting until the, the next embarrassing loss to maybe get uh, a decision from John Cohen on his future, hopefully. And I just got a mailing package from John Cohen. Um, he sent us all the Mississippi State season ticket holders, and it's these shirts. I sent you a picture of those shirts. Where oh, yeah, these, these wear these white shirts in maroon? It says ring or raise ring, and then it has like silver on the bottom. It says repeat. I'm like, dude, you better hope you have enough attendance to make even sound loud because mm-hmm. this may get ugly. And he was actually at the press conference at the Tennessee game, and they said that's rare when Cohen shows up to the press conferences mm-hmm. after games. So there's a lot of us. Uh, 
speculativeness on, you know, seeing this, this coaching staff really get a change. Uh, but at the same time, look, I've told everybody this. Be, I mean, just be real. We're Mississippi State. If you get, we win eight games, that's great. And we've just yeah. been so used to – like we had one year of winning ten games and you still like fell flat on your face the past two out of three games. So we, I just don't think state fans should have just such this great mentality or mentality of like, oh, yeah, we should just get rid of them because really there's nobody else to go get right now either way. I mean, I, I mean, I, I disagree with that a little bit just because I think that, you know, when you have performances like he's had that you kind of have to make sure the program doesn't take a downturn. But I see what you're saying is like be realistic about what is the uh, likelihood for the team and like kind of the, the expectations, make sure they're not too lofty. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, obviously you're sticking your neck out here. You're putting a million dollars down on this game. You're driving down to Tunica. You're probably going to have to get special approval. I'll have to but, drive down to Biloxi to put the rest of it down. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what... <laughs> you're going to have to go have an app. Um, <laughs> so, you, you, I mean, you're going to have to be live with the consequences here if Mississippi State shows up and, you know, and does something crazy. But, I mean, I, I really don't – I really uh, agree with you. I think it's going to be a decent family trail this year. 230 CBS as well. Like, we're just getting everybody watching this one. So. Yeah, the CBS picker for the, yeah. for the games have been pretty bad. Yeah, there's not much else to choose from, but but anyway, we'll obviously you've got do what? Last question: who's who starts at quarterback Saturday for the bullies? Oh, uh, they've already uh, Joe Moore has already said Schrader, so uh, he yeah. saved face as much as he could. <laughs> went ahead and named Schrader. Yeah, no, they he basically just gave was giving everybody what they wanted because they wanted it to name him last week, but it's just trying to save face. Um, it's it's pitiful, but anyway. Well, uh, we'll get off them, obviously. Not everybody wants to hear us complain. Um, uh, but million-dollar lot, don't forget, LSU minus 18-and-a-half uh, on the road at Mississippi State. So um, we'll move on to, Clay, your next game. All right, next game. We told you all for weeks they were fraudulent. It finally turned out that they proved themselves. Memphis lost at Temple this weekend. This week, we got Tulane rolling to town, plus five-and-a-half for the red hot green wave. This Temple, this Tulane team, sorry, is 5 and 1 against the spread this year. They're on a four game winning streak. During that winning streak, they scored 46.7 points a game. Willie Fritz, the hottest young coach in college football right now, more than likely, hear me out on this hot take. If the Bullies pull the string on Moorhead, he's coaching the Bulldogs next fall. <laughs> but I love, I love the Tulane catching five and a half in Memphis. Memphis lost last week in a game where they were pretty much robbed. Morale is yeah. low by Tulane when the morale is this low. Totally agree. That the Memphis fans were already complaining, or they've been complaining all weekend about it, which it's a, it's a terrible call. But I think you're capitalizing on the right right time here on getting Tulane on the road. I mean, they're playing hot, and, and it's like we said, Memphis is a, was the most fraudulent five and O team ever last week um so they uh they promptly came back down to earth um against temple uh but uh any either of y'all going to that game on saturday probably not i'm gonna miss that one i'm going to the million, <laughs> million dollar game I'm, i'll be at oh yeah, yeah definitely other priorities there so uh nobody uh probably wanted one out. not wearing those white shirts what was that called? bad alumni <laughs> mike's a bad alumni 
Hey, I've said it before. Um, anyway, let's move on to your next game, Mike. What do you got for your third one? All right, so we're going to keep it in the uh, American Conference. I've got Houston traveling to UConn. I love Houston, minus 22. We just have to realize something that they're playing UConn. It, that, just pick a number, lay, lay it down. Uh, Houston is actually, you know, typically they have a really good passing game, but this year, like, they're like top 20 in rushing. Uh, UConn has one of the worst rushing defenses in the nation. I just think it's a, a real boat race. Yeah, so you're taking, uh, what was the, what are you taking the line? Uh, 22. 22. Yeah, I mean, UConn is, yeah, UConn is as horrible as usual, but, you know, Houston has had a pretty down year as well. Um, their uh, king is not playing anymore at QB. And, uh, but I mean, that is a pretty, that is a pretty doable line for them and, and an easy win for Holgerson, um, which looks like uh, Logan Holgerson had two pass attempts last week against Cincinnati. Um, is, is Dana got his boy on the staff down there or on the squad down there? Is he going to be the starter by the end of the season? Oh, <laughs> uh, we can only hope so. He has no resemblance to Dana Holgerson at all. So I'm hoping that it's just the same name. Uh, and not his son, but anyway. So you got UConn, or you got Houston covering twenty-two there. Um, what is your uh, what's your next game play? The next one, it's time for us to just face the music. We've only joked about his impeding uh, termination of employment for a couple weeks now, but your boy Derek Mason, the time has come. When you lose thirty-four to ten versus UNLV, whose only game was a win against Southern Utah earlier this year. Mizzou goes to Nashville this weekend, which we're 2-0 in bets where we take the team rolling into Nashville. They paint it black and gold. They're minus 21 on the road at Vandy. This Vandy program is at the moment where you just lay the number no matter what. This Vandy team is terrible. Mizzou minus 21. They let us down by a point last weekend, but we're back on them. They're red hot since that season that opened loss. But I love Mizzou minus three touchdowns in this game at Vandy. We're we're fully fading Vandy from here on out. You pretty much have to. I mean, I have to admit that they're they're you know they may uh, the worst team in the SEC if not for Mississippi State. Um, and then uh, Mizzou, I mean, first place in the East, or uh, like that. You got to start talking about them as kind of like a uh, you know kind of a, a slipping in there in the SEC championship game. Are they eligible think- though? Oh, I didn't even think about that to play in the conference championship. I didn't – if they're – They're not going to be. Out. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they're yeah, – <laughs> yeah. so, They should just give it they, – they should just give it to Wyoming by default. They should. I'd love to see Wyoming versus uh, versus LSU. Um, a little bit of foreshadowing there. Anyway. Hey, Clay, um, was there a uh, parade out, of, you, out in Las Vegas when you were there when they beat Vandy? Oh, dude, I didn't even think about that aspect. God. So, no. So, you didn't see So, no. Literally, I would have never known that game happened. (laughs) You were hidden deep in the the craps tables at Binion's. I know where you were. (laughs) That's exactly where I was at. But there's there's no running revs there. No. no, Those those fans don't – they don't even travel to home games. Don't have the time uh, to. Too much money to be made. (laughs) Too much money to be made. But – um, but we'll go ahead and move on to the next game. I think you are up with your next game, Mike. 
All right, we've got Iowa State traveling to Texas Tech Saturday. I've got Iowa State minus seven. I uh, I don't know if you know this, but Mac Campbell is a cover machine in October. Um, they've been a good team to ride this this year so far. They've covered uh, four out of their last five. Uh, just beaten West. Actually, they just had a game against West West Virginia, one thirty-eight fourteen. Big win there. Uh, Texas Tech, they have been actually pretty good the past two games against the number, uh, playing a close one against Baylor and a, actually outright beating Oklahoma State. But I just like Matt Campbell in October. He's always covering, unlike Washington State, which we thought you know, was actually a cover machine this year, but they're not. So give me the Cyclones. What was that number you got, Iowa State at? Iowa State minus seven. I would say minus seven. Yeah, um, they're uh, that Big Twelve is kind of weird this year. I think Baylor's in uh, up there tied for first. They've had a pretty good season, um, so there's they're a lot undefeated. of mass out west. Huh? Baylor's undefeated. Yeah, six and zero, tied with Oklahoma. And and they're, and, uh, they're a three three and a half point dog against Oklahoma State this weekend. Yeah, we'll see. That's oh, love the pokes. Love, love the, the pokes <laughs> in that one. Love the pokes. What's your What's your next game as we play? All right, we'll keep it in the Big 12. Let's, let's not overthink this one. Texas, 21-and-a-half-point favorite against Kansas. This Kansas team still sucks. Texas is still remembering what happened in 2016, so they're seeking revenge from that as well. I love Tom Herman in the bounce-back game here. Texas, big over Les Miles. Yeah, I kind of think that's a no-brainer as well. I mean, Kansas is – the Les Miles magic hasn't really been – they did cover the – against Oklahoma, even because it was like 35 points. But um, uh, being out here in Austin this week, yeah, being out here in Austin this week, they're just giving away tickets to that game. So they're not um, they're not taking Kansas seriously. So should Texas should roll pretty easily. Um, and uh, anyway, what's your next game, Mike? I'm pretty sure my brother said that's the only game he could afford to go to this year. <laughs> Texas is on the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, about that game. Didn't uh, Les Miles, he just fired his old coordinator, didn't he? Les Kenning, baby. Oh. He fired Les Kenning, right? Yeah, he fired Les. Old, yeah. Uh, former Mississippi State offensive big, big shocker there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my final pick is Army traveling to Georgia State. And in case you haven't figured this out by now, I like road teams, the road favorites. Yeah. Uh, but the Black Knights, they're six-point Actually, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me the Black Knights. Um, Georgia State, as we know, pulled off the big shocker. I'm saying this with quotation marks. Shocker against Tennessee at the beginning of this year. But since they've beaten Tennessee uh, after a win against Furman, they've lost to Western Michigan and Texas State, um, allowing at least 30 points a game in most of these uh, face-offs they've played. They've played this year. Um, but give me, looking at Army's schedule, they've played, you know, Michigan to the ropes. They are very dynamic running the ball. As you know, they're academy ball, so they're doing the triple option all day long. But Georgia State, they're actually ranked 117th in the nation in rushing yards allowed. So just give me a team that's just going to roll from the get-go and Georgia State at yeah. least losing by two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean they're they give up two, they're giving right at 200 yards a game. That's pretty terrible. Uh, I mean that's 
and it's not too high of a line to uh, take them in because it, it probably will be low scoring. Um, it's obviously because it's an academy game, but I think the touchdown, uh, given, given the touchdown number there, is pretty, it's pretty safe. But um, what is uh, what's your last game play? All right, last but not least, I'm going to keep it with the armed forces who protect our country. So I'm going with Navy minus 13 and a half against South Florida Bulls. South Florida, they're not very good. They've won back-to-back weeks, but they're still not very good. They beat BYU. BYU struggles. Navy, though, 4-1 and one against the spread this year. Their only loss against the spread coming when they lost here in the Liberty Bowl, which I was in attendance. They had a nice lead, blew it, should have won then. But I love them running the triple option this week against South Florida, eating up the clock. The South Florida team is still not good. So take Navy laying 13 and a half as they they win by two touchdowns. Love that pick. Yeah, South Florida, you, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking Charlie Strong in that game. I like Navy um, with the easy cover. Um, so you got a Navy at, uh, what was the final the number there? 13 and a half. 13 and a half, yeah, two touchdowns. So uh, Navy 13 and a half, uh, that's going to close it out for the five games. Uh, let's go ahead and move to the double-digit dog. I know, Mike, you got yours ready to go. What uh, what you doing? I like East Carolina plus 33 against UCF, uh, Clay's favorite team. Um, this is just too high of a spread for a team like UCF who's really – I mean, they've already lost two games this year. So we've finally gotten that conversation out of the way of them ever having a chance to be in the playoffs anytime soon. Thank God. But either way, I just think 33 is a little high for this type of talent. I mean, offensively, not as strong as they usually are. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, you're taking um, taking them to cover. What's, uh, what's your game play? All right, I'll take Illinois plus 31. They came back and showed some serious heart last week against Michigan. Almost got it, tied it up, but I like it. The line I plus thirty-one. They did show some heart in that game. That was kind of crazy uh, was with a good uh, cover last their week. comeback. Yeah, it was a good cover. I'm gonna go with uh, Purdue and Iowa. Purdue is, I believe, the most updated line is plus eighteen on the road at Iowa. Uh, Purdue not having a great season. They did come. They are they are coming off a blowout win versus Maryland last week. Um, they played a couple close games this year. They did beat Vandy, which is not impressive. Um, but Iowa two losses in a row. Traditionally, you know they're not a high scoring team uh, in conference. So I'm going to take uh, Purdue to maybe uh, have some magic there uh, with Coach Brom. Uh, you know, cover that Iowa game uh, at plus 18. So uh, that'll do it for the double digit dogs and. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, there's not much else to talk about here. Did I forget anything? Any other? I mean, obviously, you're headed down to watch the Million Dollar Lock this week. You'll probably have an LSU shirt underneath your uh, Mississippi State uh, polo this weekend, Mike. And then, Clay, you are uh, in town just watching some games, not going to make it over to that <laughs> to that uh, Memphis Tulane matchup. So just watch the AAC match of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's basketball season in Memphis already, so I doubt there's even a, a decent crowd there. So, um, this is seeing who's going to the a- AAC championship to face. It might be. Yeah, yeah. it's true. The Memphis didn't have to play UCF or anybody else really big this year. So, um, but anyway, yeah, we'll go ahead and get out of here, guys. Obviously, uh, looking forward to see if Mississippi State continues to re- to reel. Maybe we'll get a coaching change. Who knows? But. 
Anyway, uh, we'll sign off here. Appreciate you guys once again this week. I'll be back uh, this weekend to watch some games and leaving Austin tomorrow. So, um, anyway, appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. All right. See ya. Thank you.